Hello and welcome to a Thursday, March 30th edition of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I'm your host, Harris Kermani, and I've got my guy, Kenny Taylor, as we take on a nice and small, but not nice and simple, two-game slate. There's just always such little room for error in those ones that come up, and it seems that uh, this week in the NBA has pretty much decided that they're going to be just alternating between Huge nights and then, you know, nice and relaxed, odd days to go with that. And that's what we get on here. But, Kenny, you know, two games on here. I know we were just talking about how uh, today didn't necessarily treat us both the best way it should have. But how's things going on your end? Um, I mean, on my end, like always, I was able to see the Clippers win a game, mm-hmm. uh, which is always a positive. Wish I could say the same about my props, but, you know, we got a year early tomorrow. We got a two-game slate with a couple questionable players already. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for tomorrow, man. Ready for tomorrow. <laughs> as I was saying, the good thing about the NBA is that it always gives you more opportunities. And, well, as uh, as Kenny always deals with stuff even outside of just the NBA, you definitely keep uh, connecting with him to get all the uh, EuroLeague, NCAA, and everything else that you get as a bonus with uh, following Kenny as well. But as I said, two games slate, nice and uh, nice and small one, but lots of potential decisions to be able to make as far as lineups are concerned. And as always, you guys got to get yourself onto sportsethos.com and get subscribed over to that DFS pass so you can keep yourself up to date all the way through. For those who have been following along, my guy Keith has been running a couple of really amazing uh, live to lock shows that have been happening over the last couple of days, which, you know, apart from everything else that you get, that's something that you get even without being a subscriber. It's a live show in which we go all the way up until lock to see what injuries are going to be able to go ahead and make that change for you. So definitely get yourself up with that. But in general, with the DFS pass, you get the amazing live injury report. You get access to all the other content that's being put up on our site on the daily dfs delivery and tons of other things and then of course you get access to our discord where you can ask the pros all the way up until lineup lock to be able to see just what is going to make that difference for you and kenny in this two game slate over here we got boston and milwaukee starting us off on the night over here the 7 30 eastern tip off time boston going into milwaukee Milwaukee on a back-to-back over here, so definitely some question marks in terms of what ends up happening because, you know, for those who watched the Milwaukee game today, Drew Holiday with a career night ended up dropping 51, and uh, we'll see if he ends up playing on a back-to-back while Chris Middleton, who did sit out for the first game, is likely going to be good to go for this Boston matchup here. While on the Boston side, uh, the big uh, question mark here is Robert Williams, who is questionable for this game with his injury management, and we'll see what that impact is on the lineup itself and grant williams is also questionable with an illness as well but i'll let you get started with this one kenny what do you think who are you liking in this matchup in what looks like it will be a close one we're seeing a two uh two uh 36 and a half points total with the bucks favored to win by three um when it comes to this game I'm, i will be watching the injury report hopefully we do get middleton playing and if he does i'm gonna have some interest in him and I'm also going to have some interest in Lopez on the Milwaukee side. Um, outside of that, when it comes to Boston, um, I'm actually not going to have um, too much interest on the Boston side <laughs> on this two games late. But you will need to plug in a few players. So, of course, I need to plug in the um, Anso Sakupo stopper, Grant Williams at 4-2 as a GPP. 
Yeah, I like it. Well, we'll see if Grant Williams is able to uh, get himself out of his illness and onto the floor. Uh, we've seen that when Robert Williams goes out, those 20 minutes just pretty much go towards Al Horford, who will probably get the opportunity to start. And we saw earlier in the season what he was doing as a starter on there. So I do have a little bit of interest in him as a bit of a you know sneaky play who can end up dropping you 30 plus DK points on a night when he does start. And you know, those guards are always, always in play for me. Marcus Marsh probably more of a cash play than a, than a GPP one. But again, in these two uh, two game slates, anything can happen. He's consistently been kind of a high 20s to low 30s for his price tag. And now it's all the way down to 5,300. So I will end up having a little bit of interest in that. And I think people who got burned by Derek White in the last game against Washington, even though, you know, it was a 241 total, but he ended up only uh, playing 24 minutes and putting up 16 DK points. He has, in the two games that he's played against Milwaukee, averaged 40 DK points in that one and is uh, likely going to be looking to uh, have a bit of a comeback in what could be a pretty important game as far as seeding is concerned. Maybe less so for Milwaukee, but Boston is in a absolute dogfight with Philly to make sure that they can hold off that uh, that second seed. And they do have a head-to-head game coming up against them kind of later on uh, before the season ends. So, yeah, every win counts here. On the Milwaukee side, I'm right there with you on Middleton, and uh, I'm keeping an eye out on that injury report as well. If Drew Holiday does, in fact, end up sitting out or resting for this game after uh, after his night tonight, then Javon Carter for 4,900 always uh, comes into play as a starting point guard and has always been kind of sneaky good as far as his value is concerned. Second and final game of the night, 10 p.m. Eastern time tip-off, New Orleans going in to Denver to take on the Nuggets in this one. Uh, we don't have a... Game total as of yet, likely because of a couple of questionable marks that we have, but we do see a spread, which I'm seeing the Nuggets actually favored to win by seven at this point. And uh, if uh, some of those questionable statuses hold true, that may be something I may want to get a little bit of a little bit of action in, because we do see that Nikola Jokic from the Denver side is questionable for this game with uh, a calf uh, calf soreness or whatever else they're being able to uh, put down on it. Now, it is a back-to-back for uh, them as well. You know, they're going to be playing today, and then they're also going to end up playing the next day on Friday as well. So it'll be interesting to see if they give him a little bit of a rest, kind of leading into the stretch run and, of course, into the playoffs for them, while the New Orleans Pelicans are pretty well uh, good to go as far as their injuries are concerned. So I know you didn't have too much exposure in the first matchup here, so uh, who are you liking in this one? Uh, man, this is all going to depend on if we get Jokic playing or not. Uh, but even if he does play, my favorite player of the night is actually going to be Brandon Ingram. Um, I really do feel like over the past, ooh, man, I, honestly, for the whole much March, man, um, he's been playing his um, best basketball of the season. Um, even got you a few um, over 50 points DK nights. Um, I don't have any interest in uh, Valanciunas. I know he might be a little chalky, especially on the two-game slate, but I'm probably going to fade him um, as much as he's going to be a popular option. We'll have a little interest in CJ, but my main interest is really going to be in um, Murphy and Jones. Um, I feel like one of these guys are due for a big night. I I, I don't think he's going to have a 10.3-pointer night like he did on the Clippers a couple Nights ago, but <laughs> I really do feel like if Jokic out, he should get about 30 minutes. And I feel like Pelicans are going to win this game if Jokic is out. Even if he's in, I really got my money on the Pelicans in this matchup. Um, outside of that, on the Denver side, I might have some interest in Murray. Um, but 
outside of that, I might throw um, Brown in a GPP. Or honestly, like if I really want to take a shot in the GPP, I probably won't get there since it's just a two-game slate. But I might actually run um, Reggie Jackson since he might get you about 20 minutes in this spot if Jokic is out. But that's all I really got, man. Not the greatest slate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what it is. No, I'm right there with you. Uh, on, on the Pelican side, I, I do also have a bit of a sneaky interest in uh, Josh Richardson, who I think could end up also playing if they do have uh, Jokic out a bit more small ball. We've seen, uh, you know, as much as Richardson's not really an offensive powerhouse or anything of that sort, if he can get to kind of that high 20s to you know, low 30s as far as his minutes are concerned in a matchup, that uh, probably will need him a little bit more on the perimeter. I could uh, potentially see him doing pretty well for 3,900. While on the Denver side over there, yeah, I'm there with you on uh, John Murray and Michael Porter. I do want to see, you know, if Jokic is out and they're actually going to choose to, like, start a Thomas Bryant. You know, at the absolute bargain basement of 3,000 might be a uh, an interesting kind of wrinkle to throw out in there. You know, in the matches where he's uh, got an opportunity to play 20 minutes, he's averaged about you know 20 to 21 DK points in that, which at absolutely, you know, bargain basement value i think that could be a, a pretty interesting kind of a change of pace in terms of what they are looking to do but as we've also seen anytime they go smaller it's usually bruce brown who ends up playing all the minutes to be able to kind of make up he plays about three to four different positions depending on what's needed and at someone who's all the way down to 4500 that's that's not a uh, not a bad shout given there aren't too many kind of pure small forwards that I've uh, been jumping too heavily on outside of Brandon Ingram, who you already mentioned. So I might see myself kind of getting him into uh, into some of my slates just to kind of round things out. But as you said, it's a, it's a nice and short slate. There's really a lot of ways that this could potentially go. So looking at that injury report is going to be super, super important as we get closer to lock over here, especially given the fact that both these games are happening, you know, about, uh, you know, one after the other, so not at the same time. You're going to have to kind of keep an eye on, see what that late uh, late swap may potentially be of interest to you as well. But that does leave us with the Thrive Fantasy side of things, which also you know doesn't get any easier as far as trying to figure out uh, who you're liking over there. Uh, for my side, really, it was just the uh, two, it was two that really jumped out to me. Uh, first of them being the Jamal Murray side. I do think just purely. Uh, from a usage perspective, even if he's not necessarily having the greatest night, 28.5 points and assists combined uh, to give me an over on that for a juicy 115. I think that's uh, that's something that's definitely in play, especially if Jokic is out, then that's absolutely going to be something that, from a usage standpoint, is going to get him there. So that's one for me. And then kind of on the same side of you talking about kind of fading Jonas Valanciunas in this, in this matchup over here, uh, I do think that, especially if Jokic is out, they're going to go smaller as a result. JV is probably going to play the kind of minutes he did in the uh, Golden State game, which unfortunately I was trying to be a little too uh, too cute, trying to see if JV could do something different there. But it's going to have the same kind of situation here. So him, 9.5 rebounds. I actually think there's a chance he could end up under that. So 110 points for that under is something I'll probably be looking at as well. Right. And for me, I'm only looking at two plays as well. Um, first play I'm looking at is probably... CJ McCollum over 23.5 points. Honestly, I feel like that is a little high, but if Jokic is out, I really do feel like if he can shoot about 45%, he's going to get about mm, 16, 18 looks. He should be able to get that pretty, pretty comfortably. 
And my favorite play is probably going to be Brick Lopez over 24.5 points in rebounds. I really do feel like whenever you get a chance to get any type of scoring big playing against um, Boston, you, you're in for a good night, typically. All right, I like it. Well, as I said, not too, too many options to go with there, so definitely four of those plays that could make all the difference for you. But as always, you know, keep an eye out on that injury report and keep an eye on us on your socials. You can catch me on Twitter at H-A-K underscore devil, where we can take a look at uh, just who are going to be those uh, guards that are going to make all the difference here. While, Kenny, where can the good people find you? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at OrangeDFS. I'm always talking about all levels of basketball, um, especially right now where we only got three games left before the year league playoffs. We got some NCAA tournaments coming up and um, NBA playoffs as well. Love it. Love it. We're getting right into the crunch time of the season, getting to the end of March here and only really a couple of games to go before we get to the play-in tournament and all the other excitement that comes with it. As always, stick with uh, Sports Ethos to keep yourself up to date with all that's going to make the difference for you. But good luck with a two-game slate on here. We'll be back uh, with a much larger one to uh, start the weekend off with the Friday night slate. But until then, catch you guys all on the next one, and let's take down some of those GPPs.